Well, the rain had turned to driving sleet by now. The wind whipped through the tree farm, and it was dark and freezing. It was true. It was ridiculous. Thank God my family has a sense of humor and a willingness to match my determination with effort. My husband insisted I stay in the warm car while my two daughters and he donned coats, hats, scarves, and gloves. They trotted through the icy field holding a flashlight. The windshield was covered with a layer of ice on the outside and fog on the inside. I could barely make out their shadowy figures trudging through the frozen aisles of evergreens. It was truly a dark and stormy night. about how you can savor and not just survive motherhood. How would you like to be less frazzled, more calm, scream less, respond more, and exchange autopilot living for more joy? Sound good? As we journey together, you'll explore how to know, love, and accept yourself today to clear the path towards your dreams, hopes, and visions for tomorrow. But we're not just going to chat. We're going to take action. Through conversations, power sheets, and visual tools like vision boards, we're taking simple steps to go from where you are on this journey to where you want to be. I'm your host, Elise Daly-Parker, a certified life coach, writer and speaker, mom of four, and spouse for 37 years. Through this podcast, I'll share hands-on tools, practices, and resources, along with lots of encouragement to empower you to savor, not just survive, this busy season of life with clarity, confidence, and calm. Thanks for joining me. I'm so delighted you're here. Well, hello, Mama, who's probably already dreading the overwhelm that comes with the holidays. Welcome to Episode 7 of Mom Vision. I'm here to help you savor, not just survive, this season of motherhood with confidence and calm. This is the second episode in a three-week series called Cultivating Calm, this Christmas. I'm going to talk about how to cultivate calm throughout this season so you can have a Christmas you actually enjoy. Let me tell you a story. Several years ago, two of my four daughters were home for the Thanksgiving holiday. One of them was in high school, and so she still lived at home. The other was home for a Thanksgiving break from college. The other two were doing something with friends or in-laws, and I was already upset that things were changing. The predictable, familiar patterns of our family life were in a state of flux. It seemed like in a flash we had gone from everyone being home, living under one big cozy roof, to everyone going in different directions with their own agendas. My family was breaking up. I was in pain. I was holding on tight to whatever I could, including our beloved, time-honored, non-negotiable Christmas traditions. One of those traditions was cutting down our own Christmas tree. And this was one thing that would not change. We would cut down our tree, and we would do it together, damn it. At least the four of us who remained, we would squeeze the Christmas tree cutting into the Saturday evening before my daughter returned to college. Hun, are you sure this is the right thing? It's awfully early. The tree will be dead before Christmas, and the weather is getting pretty bad. My husband had the nerve to utter. What are you talking about? If you think I'm giving up cutting down the tree this year, you're wrong. We are cutting down the tree today. 
My husband continued his campaign to stop this nonsense while I dug in my heels further. At about 3 p.m., we left for the Christmas tree farm. There were several farms if we had it about an hour west of our home. However, the one we went to every year had shut down without telling me. So as we traveled, I made a couple of quick phone calls and found a farm that assured me they would be open until 4.30, about the time of sunset. Off we went. There was tension in the air. The kids had, of course, heard my husband and I arguing over the ridiculousness of this whole excursion, and they kind of sided with their dad. Not entirely unusual, since he was the more logical of the two of us, and far less attached to, well, the kids than I was. Don't get me wrong. He was and is an awesome dad. He's just not as codependent as I. And especially at that time, he was better at letting go, being flexible, and saying annoying things like, there are plenty of beautiful trees and lots right down the street. Home Depot is supposed to have fabulous trees at a great price. And just this once, we can forgo the tree cutting. We'll do it again in the next few years. This infuriated me. Let's just say there was a lot of emotion, spoken or not, swirling around that minivan as we drove toward the tree farms with Kenny Rogers and Dolly Parton's Once Upon a Christmas as accompaniment. There was a little problem, though, and it was unnerving even to dogged and determined me. It was getting dark, and the weather was rainy and even a little icy. As we got off the highway, we still had many miles to go further into the dark, back roads of farmland before we got to the tree. It was a little difficult to see, especially since we didn't know where we were going because we hadn't been to this farm yet. Very uncharted territory for us. The kids were very quiet. Not a good sign. I was becoming aware that they were a little stressed by this expedition. But at this point, there was no turning back. One, because we had come too far to turn back now. And two, though we seemed to be driving around in circles... We couldn't be far from the farm now. Mom, I have to get back home soon. I have a paper due on Monday, and my ride for college is leaving early tomorrow. I swallowed hard. Yeah, hun, the weather's getting worse. I think we need to turn around, said my husband. Even I was getting a little nervous, though it was devastating. Let me just explain that word. I tend to be a little dramatic when it comes to expressing my emotions, so you could kind of substitute stressed and anxious. But maybe it was time to turn back. It was actually sleeting as we continued on this pitch-dark road. Oh, oh, wait, right there on the left. We had just passed the farm we were looking for. We could see the outlines of many trees, then a driveway, and then a barn. And almost imperceptibly, because of the weather, we could see a little sign, Holden's Tree Farm. There was no farmer or sales clerk or tree tire-upper. It was a pretty bleak little tree farm. With a quick phone call, we were told we could leave our money for the tree in the mailbox outside the barn. Well, the rain had turned to driving sleep by now. The wind whipped through the tree farm, and it was dark and freezing. It was true. It was ridiculous. Thank God my family has a sense of humor and a willingness to match my determination with effort. My husband insisted I stay in the warm car while my two daughters and he donned coats, hats, scarves, and gloves. They trotted through the icy field holding a flashlight. The windshield was covered with a layer of ice on the outside and fog on the inside. I could barely make out their shadowy figures trudging through the frozen aisles of evergreens. It was truly a dark and stormy night. A car or two passed as I waited in the warm car. 
After about 15 minutes, my family returned cold, drenched, and in surprisingly good spirits. They were laughing as they sputtered, Mom, you don't want one of those trees. They're way too small, and besides, we are way too cold to stay out there. We can't see a thing. My tinge of disappointment was quickly replaced with humility. So what's the moral of this little story? Say no. Say no to the unnecessary extras during the holidays that add additional stress, and you'll be saying yes to a happier holiday season. Because I had an unshakable vision of all the elements of a good Christmas, I could not let go of any part of it. Though our lives were changing, I refused to change. This wreaked havoc on my family and caused me totally unnecessary stress. And here's the thing. The truth is, no one cared but me. My family was willing to go along with my craziness, but they didn't need to cut that tree down. Sometimes we just need to say no, Mama. Sometimes we even need to say no to ourselves. So tell me, is there something you do as a matter of habit? It doesn't really enhance your holidays. In fact, it adds unnecessary stress and is an energy sucker. But you've just insisted because it's the way it's always been. Is there an event or gathering that could be great to celebrate during a slower season? Can you make two kinds of cookies instead of ten? Can you buy teachers gift cards instead of choosing gifts for each? Or can you buy your tree from the local lot like we ended up doing that year? Guess what? We had a very happy Christmas anyway. And Mama learned a lesson about how to reduce the Christmas crazies. Just say no. I've got a challenge for you, Mama. What will you say no to this year? Take a little inventory of all you do to make Christmas perfect. Write down a list of all the things. Then choose one or more things you won't be doing this year. Come join me over on Instagram at Elise Daily Parker and let me know your no. Oh Lord, thank you that you never tire of teaching us even in the midst of our stubbornness. Help us, Lord, to keep our priorities straight. Christmas really is about you, Jesus, and your humble birth. Show us how to let go of the traditions and to-dos that we believe are essential but really aren't. Give each mama praying this prayer an idea of a no that she can say that will bring her greater joy and peace this holiday season. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for joining me here on the Mom Vision Podcast. I think you're going to love my new devotional journal, Unshakable Peace in an Unsteady World. You can pick up a copy through Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Walmart, and more. I've also got a free download for you, 12 Powerful Scriptures to settle your heart and mind so you can experience more peace. You'll find the link in my show notes at elisedanleyparker.com slash podcast. I look forward to connecting with you again soon.